Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. It's always Friday. Yeah, today's day is Friday. Wouldn't that be nice if every day were Friday? Actually, you'd have to work every day. Never mind, yeah. Every day should be Saturday. Today, as this drops, today is Friday, January 19th, 2024. This is season four, episode three of our show. And it's 4.3, and I should note that... Fragan, have I ever told you what my favorite number is? Like, when I'm... 43? Yeah, I would say... Yes, you have many, many, many times. (laughs) Well, we live together, and we spend a lot of time together. I've I've probably mentioned a few times. I hope I have mentioned this in other uh, public fora that I have as well. Actually, yeah, probably a lot. 43, even if, like... Forget about Richard Petty. Forget about Dennis Eckersley. I I just like the look of the number forty three. Like, yeah, it's like it's how they're positioned. It just it looks cool, and yeah. and I like that it's a prime number. It's it's kind of unusual. It's a good number. Speaking of good numbers, Franklin, give me five. This is three. This is five in a row. Uh, Here. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate your being on the program again today. Going into last season, you have crossed over. This is five episodes in a row. I don't know how I can ever do one without you now. Oh, no. And um, I'll ask you, of course, uh, about your blog. Promote your materials a little bit. How's uh, Franklin's Food Review coming along? Um. Stunned silence. Yeah. So remember, you're, you're trying to make the host look good here. That was the thing that we oh, talked about. Oh, right. At the, the meeting. At the pre-production meeting. Pre-production meeting. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, seven seconds of us going, so we're going to talk like this, yeah. this, this. Well, I, I showed you the cards. I, I always write yeah. down a couple of things that, that we're going to talk about. And the, the first one was about the blog. It's Franklin's Food Review. And uh, have you been able to find some more restaurants to head to? Um, actually, I have no idea. <laughs> that's, By the time this post comes out, I have no idea. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and I, the thing I wanted to tell you is, you know, you, you, of course you have a backlog at, at the beginning because you've been to a lot of places, you want to recap them, and then the trick is, like, never running out of material. Yeah. Like, you want to keep going to new places. You want to just keep moving, just keep dancing, right? Keep going, uh, keep the fun going. Like, we're keeping the fun going here. Now, it is long after, it's almost a month after Christmas. Oh, my God. I'm still wow. opening up Christmas presents. And I'm still playing with Christmas gifts, presumably. That is the sign of a good gift right there. That uh, if your child is still yes. playing with the gift on December 26th, that is the sign of a good gift. If your child is still playing with the gift on oh. January 19th, that is the sign of an excellent gift. Now, you got me very uh, very cool uh, things, two of them, for Christmas. One was a subscription to Stathead. Um, Those portraits in a pear tree. A par- oh, right. and you a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, right. For a year. Something, something we did like not that. talk about this at the pre-production meeting. Anyway, we not talk about that. Um, Should have though. is a, what do we call this? It? An offshoot of BaseballReference.com. It's like the pay side of the sports statistics it is site, a and it makes yeah, it makes doing things like the immaculate grid that much better and that much more interesting to be able to look for these things. Now we do the grid every day. I'm and, ready for, for to see another. It's even more expensive, and it's the 
Ultra stat head. Yeah, ultra spicy stat head, maybe for next Christmas. And uh, I do appreciate looking at that every day. Or your birthday, my, or Father's Day, or whatever. Anyway, uh, well, they are coming up if you're looking, you never know. looking for ideas. You never know. And I, uh, I've talked about the grid before. It, it's like the baseball stats version of the Wordle. I wish I had come up with this thing. It's one of the many things in the world that I look at and go, man, I wish I had come up with that. Like... One of our favorite podcasts to listen to, not ours, but the 1988 Tops podcast, which is uh, two guys, you know, about my age. And I grew up listening and watching uh, baseball in the 80s and got their start uh, looking at the 1988 Top set. And they're going through the cards one at a time. And speaking of, wow. you got me some old packs of 1988 Tops baseball cards the real one the the real deal that is right there that is unopened for uh 36 years franklin open it up when open a trip up the pack. to spring training when a trip to spring training 1989 I i'd wonder, love to go to spring training 1989 i wonder what um when that uh expires probably like in oh, 1989 expires december 31st 1988 uh contest is over sorry oh um, but we can still have the fun of uh, looking through the cards Open up the pack there. Many years ago. Yeah. This is before your time. And really, I, I've said before, like, oh, my first gum. first year. Well, oh, my God. All right. And it's like, this is the kind of thing that used to ruin baseball cards. Now, I didn't care when I was a kid because we were just, like, flinging these and put them in the spokes of our bicycle tires. But, like, if you were a collector. And the fact that the gum was touching the back of the card, not just any card, but Franklin. Who do I got here? Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff, the crime dog, they call him. And, oh, my goodness. I don't even know some of these. So, Fred McGriff for the Blue Jays. Let's see. This is going to be like a 10-part episode because... Oh, we'll save the gum for the end. Let's we'll save, save the gum for the end. It in half. It did... I thought gum was supposed to be like flexible. All, it just like snaps. It's already disintegrating. It's solid. It's already disintegrating on us. Careful. It, it's like uh, exposing a, like a mummy to, to air after, yeah. you know, thousands of years of being buried. But anyway, all right. So McGriff this year. Oh, my goodness. All right. We've hit the jackpot here. Now, I'm looking at. Now, I swear, we didn't spike these cards. Just fresh open pack. First card with Fred McGriff with the dust of the gum on the back of it. That's classy. When he was playing for the Blue Jays, most of the stats on here are minor league. Like, he's got Syracuse on here. Wow. Knoxville. Kinston. By the way, I've been to Kinston. Kinston was the, well, Indians at the time. The Guardians now. And then uh, Florence. I don't even know where Florence is. And then Brad Yanks. B-R-A-D period Yanks. I'm going to have to look at that one up. I know that he was drafted by the Yankees. Yeah, Yankees kind of whiffed on that one. Drafted in 1981, and then he played for something called the Brad Period Yankees. I don't know where that is. And then, yes, like, I was going to say, you're not going to know any of these players, but Fred McGriff you know because we saw him this summer when we were in Cooperstown. He had just yeah. been enshrined. And then the next person, famously Columbus. not in com- in Cooperstown, who is this? Uh, Roger Clark. That'd be Roger Clemens, the all-star card. How do you like this yellow background? Um, I'm like, okay. Yeah, and I look at that now going, oh, that's kind of weak. Like, I thought it was cool when I was a kid. Like, ooh, yellow. Yeah, but looking at it now. Uh, Okay, so he was 1987 AL leader. Like, why they put 
uh, stats of other people on the back of his card. Yeah, I, I don't tell. know. So he's second in the league in strikeouts. He had 256. Mark Langston had 262. Um, Why is... Ooh, you got another good one. You this know Matt Williams? Was, this guy wasn't told to smile. Yeah, they told Matt Williams, don't, don't smile. smile. Matt, Will- he's, Matt Williams is about 12 years old here. Matt Williams, also, yeah, it was like let's see, how 14. old is he? He's a, he was born in 1965. So, yeah, he's 22 I don't know this guy. at the end of 1965 Rangers. also. Hang on, hang on. i got to look at this. Again, Matt Williams, who later was a uh, prominent slugger in the uh, National League, was playing his first season for the Giants. He hit At this point in his career, he had eight home runs at a 188 batting average. He played in Everett, Clinton. I don't know where those cities are. Presumably they are... Giants, uh, farm teams, and then Phoenix. Phoenix, I've at least heard of. Um, but he wasn't exactly tearing it up in uh, AAA, I assume that is. He only had six home runs. And then this is the one that I learned this recently from the 88 Tops podcast, actually, that Williams came up as a shortstop, later known as a third baseman and manager. He managed here. Okay, he managed the what Nationals. What is this guy's last name? Like, I, I, I Steve Bouchel. Bouchel. I'm going to say Bouchel. Yeah, that was the kind of thing when I looked at that when I was getting like, Bouchelli? Maybe it is Bouchelli. Now I'm starting to doubt myself. I'm going to look that one up on Stathead later, too. Who do you got here? Oh, my God! Oh, all right. Let me tell you a story. Because you know my feelings about this particular person. I don't believe it. Uh, This is unbelievable. Because I have told this story about Greg Brock before. You know my Greg Brock story? No. And here he is, playing for the Brewers. First time I ever went to Yankee Stadium. First time I ever went to a Major League Baseball game. Yankees-Brewers. This is 1990. And uh, Yankees were winning. Dave LaPointe started the game, pitched eight brilliant innings. They bring in Dave Rigetti to pitch the top of the ninth inning. Like, Rigetti's going to get a save. Gives up the three-run home run to power-hitting slugger Greg Brock. He had, uh, let's see, 84 career home runs uh this would have been uh, subsequent to that that he uh let's see an amazing slugging they don't have any advanced stats here yet they do have game winning rbis frankly you want to know the only stats in the world stupider than rbis game winning RBIs. game winning rbis i have taught you well he had 23 in his career wow! and an amazing slugging percentage of 419 i'll have to look up his ops plus after they don't have the advanced metrics on here but Greg Brock hits a three-run home run, power-hitting, uh, no doubt, Hall of Fame lock. Greg Brock hits a home run, three-run homer. Yankees uh, lose the game. I'm crushed, eight years old. I want to tear that card up right there, but for the sake of our uh, being on on the air, I'm not going to. I'm Rich not Rodriguez. Like I don't know. Well, I'll I tell you, he, Rick Rodriguez, he's got a great mustache. He's got a great... Then look at all the... Minor league stats they got in the ter- Albany. That's great. Um, yeah. I'm guessing that was must was that an A's franchise? It was the Yankees for a while. Um, ooh, B.J. Surhoff. Nice when he was uh, when he was catching. He was a highly rated uh, rookie at the time. He had played yeah one major league season here at the time. Um, uh, I don't know this got- guy. Ooh, Andy Van Slyke. Oh my goodness. I don't know. So, one of the favorite players of uh, one of my childhood friends also. And I happen to know that Andy is from upstate New York. Yeah, he's from Utica. 
He's a little bit older than I am, but this was the time he had just been traded to the Pirates. Yeah, he was one of the Cardinals stars of the mid-'80s and then traded to the Pirates and was uh, when the Pirates got good, one of the few times in my uh, my life that they've uh, they've been good. Yeah, so this is not a name I know, uh, but a great mustache on oh, yeah, yeah. Ray Searage. Searage? And I love that White Sox cap with, oh, the, yeah, it looks great. with the cursive C on it. That's fantastic. Tom Bernanski, okay. okay. That recently profiled on the 88 Tops podcast. Played in 155 games for the 87 Twins. I mean, he was a star. He had 32 home runs. Oh, I'm looking at it from the 1980s perspective. I don't know what his advanced metrics were. 32 home runs. Um, and uh, it's, it's the 85 RBIs. i got to think if I had Kirby Puckett hitting in front of me, I'd probably have 85 RBIs too. But... Solid player for a um, World Series winning team. All right, we got a few cards left. Who we got here? All right, Darnell Coles. Cool. All right, all right. He is third baseman Pirates. Yeah, we got a couple Pirates on here. Yeah. Well, now three. Okay. Uh, Manager for the Expos, Bob Rogers. Bob Rogers, not a huge name, but I love the old school Montreal uniform here with the curly M. And there's there's a uh, like a hidden B in there, like Montreal baseball, as this is written out. Didn't know that for years. Ooh, Rick Rick Sutcliffe. Rick Sutcliffe was a big name, and uh, it was like good pitcher on a bad team uh, back in in the mid to late 80s for the Cubs. Yeah, look at 1984. He was 16-1. And then he was traded midseason, so he only played part of the season for the Cubs and still won 16 games. And then won 18 games in 1987. Got some. You know what's funny? Got some metallics on the back here. Led the league. You know what's funny? And wins it. Yeah. We still have one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six more packs. Yeah. My son is counting up all the packs we still back have there. Six more this packs. is going to have to be a future episode like eight more as well. This but I love the Sutcliffe like card. Episode. Yeah. And. Um, I appreciate your uh, your Christmas present as well, Jimmy Jones. Not not a huge name. He won nine games for the Padres in 1987. Jimmy Jones, yeah. Before he went into the restaurant business, he was pitching for the Padres. And then, all right, Dave Engel again. Not a huge name. Some people, some people in this name are but, like huge, and the others yeah. are just like tiny. This is what I would say about Dave Engel: is that. Okay, if they list him as catcher slash outfielder, if you are a catcher slash outfielder, and uh, you're like you're willing to get behind the plate, like you can play, like you can have a career, and then love the Montreal uniform here. This, this it's the away uniform, the the powder blue oh God, of the old Expos uniform. And I got to do two things. One, I'm gonna do it. This is it. That's yeah. that's that's the Greg Brock. See ya and. Speaking of ripping things in half, all right, the gum, it's happening. We'll even go 30 seconds I'll over eat, here. Frank, you want to try the gum? I'll eat like a tiny nibble. Of the nibble of the gum? I know what's going to happen. I put, oh my God. <laughs> just, this is great radio, by the way. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It just, it just disintegrates in your mouth. It's not gum. <laughs> Can you still call it gum? It loses the property of gum it just after like, sitting for 36 years. It just tastes like a crummy potato it's, chip. No, nah, it's just sugar. 
It's a it's a sugary it's, piece of cardboard. It's just sugar. Is that what it is? The the cards and the gum are made out of the same material. But Franklin, I greatly appreciated going through the cards with you today, and um, you're appearing for the fifth time in a row on Math and Musings. I'll, I'll give you a real snack off the air here. Get, that, get, get the gum. I'm putting gum in air quotes taste out of your mouth. It's not gum. It's, it's pieces of pink sugary cardboard. Pink sugary cardboard. And uh, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It has been sitting there for 36 years. Oh, Franklin, I, don't know that I appreciate you being on the show today. I don't. I will make, make sure that... Uh, Santa gets my uh, thank you note um, on the baseball cards and Stat Ed subscription. I love all this and reliving my childhood with you yet again. And for more information or to contact, you can head to michaelconnelljr.com. Yippee!